Welcome to the STEM Everyday Podcast. Putting STEM into the classroom. Hey there, this is Chris Woods. Thanks for deciding to spend some time as we talk about a few simple ways to incorporate some STEM into your everyday classroom. Ready? Well, let's go. So I looked it up, and maybe you didn't know this, but STEM was first used as an acronym back in the early 2000s. Actually, the National Science Foundation kind of came up with the acronym, and, and originally they had it as SMET, S-M-E-T. Now, just from my perspective and probably most people's perspective, STEM sounds a little bit nicer than SMET. And I, maybe we'd get a lot of giggles from your, from your students if we, uh, if we talked about being a, a SMET expert. But they put it that way just as, as trying to have science and math be the the most important part, and, and that they led towards the E and the T. So S is science, M is math, E is engineering, and T is technology. So S-T-E-M, it's just an acronym, and it's meant to kind of talk about some things that are really important in, in not only today's society, but in your classroom. Now, I don't know what grade you're teaching, and I don't even know what the students' levels and abilities are in your classroom, but if they're like mine, sometimes you got good kids who are really wanting to be challenged. And then sometimes you got kids that, you know, it's a challenge to get them to keep their head off their desk or keep their eyes open. And, you know, STEM is a really, really exciting way to get your kids interested in some things that are school related. I know education goes the whole gamut from elementary school to high school. You got all different subjects. And you might even be thinking, well, I teach art in elementary school. How is that STEM? Or I teach eighth grade social studies. How does that relate to STEM at all? Well, I think that you can find ways to use STEM in those classes and add little bits even. And, and it can help to encourage your kids to, to try some new things, to be innovative or think about creative things that they can, they can do in their world someday. And as we all know, as we look around each and every day, we see things using STEM. We see technology in everything. So how do I do it? How do, I want to start with that the first try. How, how do I come up with ways to, to get my students to be excited about science or technology, engineering, or, or math ideas? Have you ever gotten an email that has, this is a STEM kit, or this is, this is science kit that you can order and it's only this much. Some of those are really cool. Some of them are really interesting. And some of them probably cost a lot of money. Or some of them maybe take a lot of time away from what you're already trying to do. Or maybe you don't even have the time to respond. Or maybe you just file it with all the other um, email that you like to delete. And that's okay. But there are projects, kits, books, lessons, all sorts of things for STEM. I think it's something that you can do anywhere you are at any time. You know, when I first started teaching with a projector in my classroom a couple of years ago, I'd come across an interesting article just as I was reading the newspaper online or whatever. And to me, I saw easy ways to share new things, innovative things, technological, whatever, science related. Even though I teach high school math, I'd find something that I thought, hey, kids, I'm going to share this with you. Look at, look at what these people are doing. Look what they came up with. And, and I would put that up on my screen and maybe at the beginning of the hour 
And a couple of minutes later, I've had, I have all these kids in my class starting to talk and, and they're sharing other ideas and they're coming up with other things. And, and what I did was that gave me an in. That showed me that, that, that these kids are interested and excited about, about new ideas. And so what I call it in my mind is, is looking through STEM colored glasses. Now, we've heard of rose colored glasses and thinking everything is just nice and rosy. Well, if you read the newspaper, like for instance, today, I, I, if, I, if you want to go to and click on any typical news site, uh, abcnews.com or, or foxnews.com or a Washington Times or whatever your local newspaper is or, or any, um, any newspaper site at all, you can find all sorts of interesting articles all sorts of interesting things that might relate to your classroom. Now, here's, here's what I did. Right now, I'm, I'm looking at abcnews.com. And today, there's a lot of news of things that has nothing to do with science and technology and math. But there are a lot of interesting things that actually do. I found one that talks about rent being slashed 10% in the World Trade Center new building because they're trying to get more people. That's an easy uh, percent problem that you could share with an elementary or middle school classroom. You could also talk about another article here where it talks about quintuplet white tigers showing up at a zoo. Now, what little kid in elementary school isn't gonna wanna look at a video of quintuplets of white tigers? You might say, well, how is that gonna be educational? Well, if you're talking about animals in your class or your kids are gonna do a report on animals, why not find something right now happening in the news to share with your kids? And you can put that on your screen if you have a projector in your classroom, or, or if not, maybe there's a way that you can, you can find something to use in your classroom. And NASA, this was another link on the same ABC News site, NASA released a photo made of 36,422 selfies, and they put all the selfies together, and it looks like the world. So it's a big selfie of the world. I mean, are you kidding me? Really? 36,400 selfies making the world? We're, we're, we're that obsessed with ourselves, people, right? Hopefully one of those isn't you. If it is, I'm sorry. Um, but it's really interesting. Why not ask your kids, hey, how much space, how much uh, area is there to, to make a picture of the world? If you divide it by 36,422, how much is each size? How much is each person's selfie covering? You could just be talking about planets and show them that picture. And, and it's, a, it's a whole different way to get your kids to start thinking about STEM, getting them to think about science and technology and education and math, but not just on a story problem or not just here or there, but looking. And when you're reading the newspaper by yourself or when you're watching TV at home and watching the news or kicking back and relaxing, if you happen to spot something, make a note of it. Send yourself an email. Copy that link and, and send it to yourself in an email so that you'll have it ready at school. And then you can share that with your kids when the time comes. Maybe even bookmark it. Save it with some sort of a bookmark tag so that you know when you start talking about planets. Hey, here's a picture uh, that'll, that'll get my kids talking. It's interesting. They, they like interesting stuff and it helps to get them talking. And it shows them that they can use STEM to do all sorts of incredible things. So here's another idea. If you can find interesting things each and every day to show your class, even figure out a way to call it a link of the day. Get your kids interested and excited. 
And they'll come in every day and say, hey, Mr. So-and-so, Miss So-and-so, what's the link of the day? What are you going to show us today? And my students do that, and your students can do that too. Just take some time as you're reading the news or looking on Facebook or wherever you happen to see things. Find some things that happen to maybe relate to STEM and show them to your class. They'll enjoy it, and it'll make things easier for you. Thanks a lot, and we'll talk to you next time. You're listening to this podcast on the ESDAC Broadcasting Network. To find more information about this or other podcast shows, please visit RemarkableChatter.com.